Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. I'm a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. I'm an actor. I'm an improviser. And I'm frustrated with technology <laughs> to a certain level. Just frustrated with audio technology, really. Uh, you know, everything else is going dandy, perhaps swell, perhaps uh, fine, as one might say. But this, uh, you know, I have this, uh, this new setup in the studio, here in the headquarters, and uh, I was given a rundown on how to use it. Used it successfully last week, gotten instructions on how to do it, how to put it in the computer, all these complicated steps, knobs, switches, dials, and uh, I can't get sound to come on the computer. So I'm going back to the old-fashioned way, the, the way that I know how. It's not what I prefer. There's better ways to do it. This is a sloppy way of doing it. This is uh, the old run and gun sort of way. This is like indie wrestling, you know? You're putting on your own show and you're just bleeding in buckets and uh, it's what it is. It's what it is. I'm frustrated. So if you hear frustration in my voice throughout the show or I get a little curmudgeon-y, if you will, well, I'm old, number one, so deal with it. And number two, I've got frustration. I've been dealing with that for far too long of a time. <laughs> the sun has not been up for a while. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Uh, but hey, on the bright side, there are exciting things in the world of wrestling, such as WrestleMania 33 tickets went on sale. Everybody's already talking about the trip. Everybody's talking about Orlando. What are you going to do? What's going to happen? Uh, I know I, I have a bit of a, a moral ethical question, what do I do? What do I do? It is a uh, multiple time guest of the show, Phil Ranta. He's going to be getting married on Saturday. That's the day before WrestleMania. So this is tricky. I'm going to be going out there, going to be doing a lot of work stuff, going to be doing stuff for compadres. Uh, you know, some might accuse me of doing stuff for On Your Mark. Who's to say? Uh, out there. It's going to be just a lot of work-related stuff. The, I got to go for wrestling. That's the biggest show there is. We're not talking about uh, payback. No, if his payback is like, I miss payback, I'll go to Phil's wedding. So it's the day before. If it was on the day of WrestleMania, I feel like, screw it. I'll miss Mania in person. No big deal. I'll go for all the other work stuff. I'll watch it on the network, whatever. No big deal. If it was on the Monday, same thing. No big deal. I'll miss the, the crazy Raw uh, where everyone goes nutso and all the British fans are going, Oi, oi, oi! Oi, Baron Corbin, we love you this year! Oi, oi, oi! You know, whoever they choose to embrace. Um, but it's Saturday. Saturday's a big work day then. There's, there's, a, there's shows, there's WrestleCon, there's WWE stuff. There's a lot of things to do. I don't know what to do. It's the first time I've ever really been in this position where Phil and I, very close friends, known each other for a very, very long time. Um, and, you know, we've done improv together for God, like seven or eight years. We work on projects together on the YouTubes, the old Versus series, if you, if you have any inclination to what that is. Uh, and he's helped put together this show. Like he was, he was one of the people that helped make this show happen initially. Um, so, I don't know. Do I go to work, go pursue the career? Or do I put it off one day and go, nope, I gotta go to the wedding. I gotta go to the man's wedding. 
It's that important. It's tricky. I feel like you'd understand if I did the career thing. I don't know if I'd be kicking myself forever if I did it. I think it's possible. I haven't looked in the actual logistics. I know it, I am capable of taking red eyes and doing that and showing back up to California, heading back to Orlando afterwards, doing all that, missing a day. I'm capable of doing that. The whole, oh, I'd be tired. I don't give a shit. Whatever. A cocaine exists. That's what one does, right? No, no, no. Uh, a Pepsi. I'll do Pepsi. Like CM Punk. And uh, that's fine. Maybe I can't even do it because maybe there aren't these red eyes and these flights available because I'm going to be losing so much time going back and forth. The wedding's at a tricky time. I don't know. I just put that out there. I'm thinking about it because it's, it's, it's a good problem to have, I suppose. But uh, what I do look at, though, when I question WrestleMania 33 and the tickets going on sale are all these people that fly from all over the world, coming from England, coming from Botswana, coming from Botswana, all the way to Orlando to buy tickets. And not only buy tickets, to buy hard tickets that aren't commemorative tickets at all. There's no thing on there that's like specialty WrestleMania paper. There's nothing on there that uh, is unique at all. The only time I ever had a special wrestling ticket that I can remember was WrestleMania 2000. They printed up specialty cool tickets. That's the only time that's ever happened to any wrestling show I've ever been to. WrestleManias, SummerSlams, anything like that. Um, that's the only one that I've ever seen there be a unique ticket that you go, ooh, I got to keep this. This is pretty badass. I want like, yeah, I want to frame it or, you know, shove it in a drawer and let it get all smashed up. Uh, maybe the second one happened. So I don't understand this. You're spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, fly all the way there and you go, hey, I did it. I flew here. And there's a, there's like a ring and Titus O'Neil came out. So that's fun. I could see Titus O'Neil because I won't see him at WrestleMania. So that's neat. Uh, and look, there's Renee Young. She's delightful. Uh, I don't get to interact with her, but I have tickets. I have tickets in my hand and I'm flashing them in front of a camera. So some big brute off camera can go, well, I didn't get good seats. Wham to the kidneys down. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Take tickets, run away. Get the ticket fast tickets. Get the ones on the computer. Why, why, why isn't everybody buying their tickets online? I don't understand. If you go to the venue, you don't get better tickets. It's, it's, it's a myth. It's not true. You don't, you don't get better tickets by showing up at the venue. Not at all. Buy them online. If you have the plan in mind where you're going, I'm going to go to the venue and I'll be really obnoxious and hold my tickets in front of the camera when I see a camera, I might show up on WWE TV then. Totally makes sense. I get that. You're, if you're doing it for that reason, good on you. Get on there as, as the, the best way that you can. Other than that, I don't get it. This is, this is dumb choices. Don't fly to spend extra ticket master money uh, by showing up in person and then buy it at the venue. You could have saved so much money staying at home and then show up to Orlando. Show up beforehand. Go to theme parks and stuff. That's what I plan on doing. That's how I'm using my money. I didn't fly to Orlando to buy tickets. Yeah, goons. I don't get it. I don't get it. If, if maybe... If you went and you're listening to the show and you're like, hold on, Scott, you don't even understand. This is why I did it. Because there's crazy amounts of strippers that show up at this thing. Like, oh, well, all right. And I tipped him with my tickets. So, ah, what are you going to do? And then they go home and they buy more tickets online. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But what I do get was the awesome show that was Survivor Series. Yeah, it was fine. It was great. Whatever. Mostly all in all. But the main event, holy shit. Everybody's still talking about it. I'm talking about it. It was amazing. People are, people are all over the spectrum about it, which I don't understand. I loved what happened. I loved the entrances, Goldberg coming out, getting the knock on the door. I'd like to see one guy do uh, a different knock because it's always bump, bump, bump. I'd like to see one guy do and then Goldberg comes out and it's like, well, Goldberg gets all mad. Like, that's not the knock. That's not what, do it again. It's like, no, we're live, buddy. We can't do it again. But it was, uh, it was cool, man. Goldberg got to be Goldberg. Goldberg was the destruction machine. He took out Lesnar so fast. It was a minute 26. That's what's going around. Everybody's talking about it. It was a minute 26 seconds. It was great. It was so exciting. So unpredictable. I watched it a couple of times. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And then the glory of Goldberg's child uh, shirtless in the ring. Oh man, that kid, that kid made me feel good about my body. Thanks kid. Thank you. Uh, it was, it was so cool. So crazy. When does that happen? When do you get a main event that is so unexpected? And for as much shit as people give Brock Lesnar that I don't agree with about the whole, well, he's a part-timer. It's bullshit. He shouldn't be champ. Blah, 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 blah. Any of that stuff. How many times now has Brock shocked us in main events? How many times has he been in a main event match and we were like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Oh, he's Undertaker's going to beat Brock and the streak stays alive. Duh. Nope. Didn't happen at all. Broke the streak and that was still the most shocking moment in wrestling I think that has ever existed because it's been something that had a foundation of 20 plus years. Then we had uh, John Cena and Brock Lesnar. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's probably back and forth. They're going to fight. They're going to have a match. And, um, you know, you choose whatever side you thought was going to win, but you thought it'd be uh, an evenly contested match. Not at all. Brock beats the shit out of John Cena for 15, 20 minutes, and then he wins. He, he crushes Cena. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. Ooh, who's going to win? Oh, Randy Orton's back and he's going to do some stuff. Oh, nope. He got fucking elbowed in the head multiple times and blood everywhere. And then Brock walked away as the winner. Well, Goldberg and Lesnar now. Okay, Goldberg's coming back. He's going to get the fuck beat out of him. His neck's going to get all fucked up and he's never going to wrestle again. And he's getting the sting, WCW treatment. They're just going to fuck him over and throw him on a shelf. Oh, no, Goldberg crushes him immediately. What? What the? What? What? Is Brock just this intelligent? Is Brock just that much of a genius? I think he is. I think Heyman's also genius. And people say, this is punishment for Brock doing, you know, uh, getting busted for <laughs> for using, uh, what is it, estrogen blocker, I think, uh, in, in UFC. Who, he, no, this isn't punishment. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> if you walk up to Brock Lesnar, it's like, hey, buddy, uh, tonight Goldberg's going to beat you in like a minute and 26 seconds. You cool with that? Uh, I, I still had to fly out here for this? All right, whatever, I don't care. So this means I won't sweat. Oh, cool, I won't have to shower. I can just throw on clothes over my Jimmy John shorts and get on out of here. Perfect. He doesn't care. He probably only cares if it's like, hey, you're gonna go out there 
and Tyler Breeze is going to submit you. What? No. No, that's not going to happen. No, that, no. No, no, we have this idea for Tyler Breeze and we're going to do this. Like, the kid with the fuzzy boots? No. No, I'm going to actually, if you make me try and do this, I will go out there and I will sodomize him. Dry. I will dry sodomize Tyler Breeze. That's what Brock Lesnar would say. And they'll be like, oh, okay, Brock, well, if, uh, you know what? That's a hell of a match. No one's ever thought about dry sodomizing Tyler Breeze. Brock, you got it. And then Tyler Breeze is like, what? Excuse me? Oh, I better get an action figure out of this. So Brock is just a genius. And obviously Heyman is along with him. But I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was excellent. It's good stuff. And then James Ellsworth gets a contract. This guy, it proves anything can happen. It, it proves if you, whatever it is you want to pursue with all the passion and you got some know-how and you can do a little bit and you have no chin, uh, you, <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. It's weird to say, but it is possible. I think we all have that to some degree. I know I have that. I carry that around with me where I go like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I can do these things I've always dreamed of wanting to do. And at times I make some strides and I go, holy shit, something's happening. And then there are moments like this where I go, you just got to do it. You just got to sit here and you got to record and just make your thing happen. You got to, you got to build up the resume. You got to build up the stuff of doing it. And that guy's been doing it for 15 years. And uh, without, without a chin implant, he is, he is now a contracted WWE employee. It's amazing. So I thought that was pretty damn cool. Uh, and it's, 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 it's great. And, uh, what a, what a wonderful thing to hear right before the holidays. You know, the guy, he's got Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving at the Ellsworth home. He's got his two daughters. I don't know if he has a wife. I don't know if, if they're together. I just heard him in interviews and he always mentioned his two daughters. He never says, he never says my lovely wife. He never says my wife indicating she's not lovely. He never says, Ah, that bitch of an ex of mine. He never says that. He, he doesn't say, my lover. So we could go, oh, well, did he buy those two daughters? He doesn't say any of that stuff. I don't know. Maybe James Ellsworth lays eggs. That seems possible, that he had his daughter from just laying eggs. His body's just capable of that. And uh, he took a couple months off of wrestling to lay the eggs and then to sit on them. Because if he's on the road, they're not going to be warm enough and they're not going to hatch properly. He's going to have some mutant babies that uh, didn't hatch well and they're like half yolks and he's going to eat them. That's, I'm assuming that's how James Ellsworth's body works, is that he lays eggs and hatches them. Until he mentions a wife, this is what I have to assume. I have time on my hands to think these things, okay? That's just, just what's happening. So... Good for James Ellsworth to go home to his egg babies and tell them, Father has gotten a contract. We're going to be all right. I don't have to lay more children on the road and then bring home and we eat them. We can have turkey like a normal American family. Hooray! And then they quack. Because I assume there's duck jeans in there. I don't know. I don't know. James Ellsworth is a weird dude, but I'm very happy for him. It just, it goes to show that cool shit can happen and cool shit happens in wrestling still. So when they say Vince McMahon's out of touch, that man gave James Ellsworth a contract. And if he ever acquires Broken Matt Hardy and lets Matt Hardy do his own thing, 
Vince McMahon gets every pass in the world. Natalia can fart all day and I'll be fine with it. It's like, cool. Way to go, Vince. That's a brilliant thought right there. Uh, so, yes, I mentioned Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving uh, is probably... Actually, it technically is Thanksgiving right now when I'm recording this. So that gives you an indication of my Thanksgiving plans. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that got out in the open. I hope you're having a lovely Thanksgiving. I hope you're uh, enjoying it with family. I hope uh, you're having... A lot of a lot of the bird, a lot of the gravy, a lot of the potatoes, uh, all that stuff. Um, I think I'll be having it at some point. It'll probably be a little delayed, but uh, I was here and I just thought, well, uh, just knock this out and uh, send it out to you guys. Uh, so it's the holidays, and then we got Black Friday. There's going to be crazy sales. I'm sure WWE is going to do some. I'm hoping TNA has a cool sale because I. There's a couple of things on that shop that still happens to be online that I think is good. But of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Pro Wrestling Tees sale. Now, why would I mention Pro Wrestling Tees? Well, it's because I got a couple of shops that I'm involved with up on there. So they have a the big uh, sale going on between now and November the 29th. So it's 20% off all orders. If you spend $100, they give you a Macho Man t-shirt, which... It's a pretty cool Macho Man t-shirt. So if you're buying other shirts, say you're going on, then you're like, oh, there's a Cody Rhodes shirt I'm going to get, and a Bobby Heenan shirt, and an Andre the Giant shirt. Ooh, I'm very close to getting that $100 mark. Well, I would say check out On Your Mark Show, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash OYM show. There are four On Your Mark Show shirts available. Marky Extreme, Certified E, King of Backyard Style, and um, uh, another one. Oh, the Champ is here. The Champ is here shirt. So all those are available on there. Uh, plus, Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. You search Wrestling Compadres. The Fox Sports Show that I do. We got four shirts on there as well. So go support. You're helping me out. You're helping out my Thanksgiving a little bit. And maybe you're helping yourself out. Because you're getting a, an abundance of wrestling t-shirts. So what you want to do, you save 20% off when you enter the coupon code Black Friday, all one word, Black Friday, and get your wrestling shirts now. If you're getting them as gifts for the holiday season, now's the best sale that they're going to have all year. It's it's always their biggest one. So go do that. Help support. Buy some shirts. And, you know, you're getting shirts for yourself. So you show up to wrestling shows and, you know, tweet them out. Send them my way, at Curtain Jerks on Twitter, or put them on the Facebook. And uh, I'll check it out. I'll be, I'll be thrilled to see it. I'll give you a shout-out on the show. So all that's happening, and so, uh, you know, also enjoying my time and uh, watching Survivor Series, I got hooked. I got hooked again on a game. I got hooked again on a time-suck game. Uh, WWE Supercard has released Season 3, and I went, ah, that's a kind of a funny ad with Cena sitting there, and they superimposed a phone in his, ad, in his hand. In his ass? I think I was going to say in his ass. You know that ad where Cena's sitting there, he looks all dejected, and they put they superimposed a phone directly in Cena's ass. You can just see it hanging out of the jorts a little bit. And he's just confused. He's like, why? Why did they put a phone in my ass? Ah. There's a phone right in my ass. Oh, God. Ah, oh, Nikki's going to have a field day with this. Oh, she's calling. Ooh. Ooh, it's on vibrate mode. Oh, oh, she's calling me. 
So that shows how much editing I do on this show. Ah, it's funnier if I say ass. They superimpose a phone in his hand. If someone's able to make the other version, by all means, please do and send it to me. Um, so season three, and I go, oh, well, maybe I'll check this out. I haven't, I haven't touched that game in forever. Uh, I used to play it a whole bunch. And then, <laughs> this is going to sound super, super nerdy. So that game, if you've never played it, the Supercard game, it's a card game, and uh, you, all these superstars are on different types of cards. There's like all the basic cards, which are like common, uncommon, rare, super rare, ultra rare, epic. Oh, this is so nerdy. Um, God, what's after epic? Oh, legendary, survivor, uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and then it's gone on. Like, I haven't gotten any of that. I got up to WrestleMania status, and the game is just stingy. It was stingy with drops. So what I mean by stingy with drops is it would not give you the latest and like tier of card that you're at to keep leveling up. It kind of plateaus out once you reach a certain point and you're like, so I got to buy the cards to get the new cards. And you reach a level two where all the players are so good. You can win them in tournaments. Uh, and, but then everybody's so fucking good in the tournament that you can't win and you can't get the new cards. You can't, you can't get better. You reach like a three quarter tier and you go, I can't get that final quarter. This sucks. Uh, meanwhile, everybody else has, and I, I guess they're throwing down money. I don't know. So I got frustrated and went, well, f fuck this. I'm playing this game and they're not giving me any new cards. Why would I play this anymore? So I go check out season three and I go, all right, all those new cards and some new game modes. This looks pretty cool. So I'm playing and I'm playing. And you know what? Sure enough to start anyway, I'm not at the three quarter mark anymore. I'd say I'm probably at the halfway mark of like being the top tier uh, of all cards. And uh, they're giving me the good cards again. So they are giving me a little bit of cocaine. They are giving me a little bit of stuff where I'm like, oh, pulling me in, eh? A Heath Slater WrestleMania card. Oh, you know me so well, WWE Supercard. So. I'm in it again. I'm hooked. I'm playing. Uh, I haven't figured out teams and stuff like that. I made a team a long time ago of curtain jerks. And then, uh, you know, people were playing, people weren't playing. And then um, it reached a point where uh, I think there were people like dropping and adding all the time. And then I was getting all these messages that were just uh, not happy that the leader of the game wasn't playing me. And I'm like, I've just, I've, I've probably sullied the Curtain Jerk's name a little bit here on WWE Supercard. Hey, fucker, why aren't you playing the game? Come on. I thought you were a team leader. You're, you're bringing down the average, dick. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I'm, I don't feel like playing now. So I'm, I'm back in the game, and I, it's, it's really exciting. And uh, it's, it's just been a fun distraction from everything that's going on. What's up, Skylashek? Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving to you. Oh, Jack Swagger. Well, it's, it's nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Well, it's a, it's rather late for you to be coming by the studio at this time. Well, you know, it's, that's life on the road, Jack. That is life on the road. You know, you're driving from town to town. Time zones change. When you're a big major superstar like myself, you just deal with those sort of things. You know, you just, you just roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I heard you talking about a new sweet season of Supercard, WWE Supercard Season 3. 
that's right, I am. Uh, I've been playing it a lot and it's been a whole lot of fun. Oh, well, I'm sure you've got the new Huey card. You play that, you playing that Road to Glory right now? The, the event that just started up, huh? With a top tier card? Uh, yeah, I did, I did just start playing it and it's, uh, it's gonna be tough. There's, there's an ultimate card all the way at the end, but, uh, you know, I, I think I'm gonna get knocked out pretty early on this thing. You know, I'm going through survivor mode right now. Oh, survivor, who we got here? Ooh, Gene Ambrose season two card. That's a nice card right there. Ooh, he's the lunatic fringe. But yeah, let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna scroll through your iPad here a little bit. Ooh, WrestleMania card, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, SummerSlam Roman Reigns. Ooh, that's a that's a cool card he's holding his fist. Well, see, I don't need to keep going because I know what's at the end of this road to glory, this super game mode. It's going to be the ultimate card of Jack Swagger, the newest SmackDown Live uh, roster member. Yes, sir, traded direct from Raw. That's right, motherfucker. Uh, well, uh, you're not the newest member. That happened a little while ago. And, uh... Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jack. You're not the ultimate. Yeah, well, oh, are you talking about Ellsworth? Yeah, that guy ain't gonna last long. I see him. Uh, he, that guy wants to smoke weed so bad, and I know a dude who smokes weed all the time. That's me. And, you know, he's probably gonna get busted with the policy because he doesn't know how to do the P-test properly. Doesn't know how to do the... What? Are you saying you're gonna try and get James Ellsworth busted by not helping him? with the p-test wait you're gonna help him smoke weed in the first place that violates the wellness policy yeah well what you gotta do sometimes it's a it's a cutthroat business you know what i'm saying and i i think that dude likes eggs i'll be serious with you in the locker room he just sort of sits there for a while right he's got like this big belly and then after a little while i'll, I'll leave the i'll go to catering and he doesn't come by he just he just has like a sack of like old half loaf of bread, and then I leave for a little bit, and I come back, first off, that loaf of bread is gone, his belly is gone, and then he, like, there's just a bunch of hay and stuff where his chair is, so I think he lays eggs, I think he eats those eggs, and I think he eats the bread, but regardless, what I'm saying is, he's not gonna last long, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be hanging in with the Smackdown Live guys, he can't hang with his crew, you know what I'm saying, so, they, are promoting me as the ultimate superstar to attain the road to glory. Uh, well, first off, the eggs thing, I think you're totally right about that. Uh, but no, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're not the, the next, uh, thing in the game. It's, you know, look, I mean, we keep going here. It's Baron Corbin. Oh, Baron Corbin. Yeah, whatever. That guy, that guy, whatever that guy. Oh, wait, yeah, you, you guys had that program together where you're, you're fighting each other, and he beat you soundly really quickly. Like, you got a sneaky victory on him, and then you lost, and then you're never seen again. Well, you know, that, 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 you know that, that's politics. Sometimes, like I said, it's a cutthroat thing. And sometimes creative is just, you know, maybe they don't have ideas for you and stuff. And sometimes you got to present ideas to them. Like, you know that whole Goldberg thing that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th I thought it was amazing. Yeah, well, that was my idea. It was going to be what uh, I was going to do to Brock Lesnar. But uh, clearly they took that idea and put it to Goldberg. So Goldberg, you owe me one, buddy, if you're listening to the show. He's not. Um, so, yeah, then we got Raw, uh, Cesaro, and then we got Bobby Roode, NXT. But the last card is not you, Jack Swagger. 
Yeah, it's, oh, well, because I'm an elusive super secret card, it's probably very difficult to find me. Who's the last card we got here? Oh, well, son of a bitch. Goldberg, huh? Goldberg Season 3. You know, this was another thing I recommended to him. I said, why, why not at the end of Road to Glory, of the new kickoff of Season 3, you put the super sweet Jack Swagger card? And I see they went with Goldberg again. You know, I'm, I'm not being an anti-Semite or nothing like that. I'm just saying this is a little unfair, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm all American-American. And I don't know what Goldberg is. I think he's from, I think he's from uh, Jerusalem or something like that. No, he's not from Jerusalem. I think he's born in Atlanta originally. I'm not entirely sure. But he's born in the United States, Jack. Well, with a name like Goldberg, you can't be too sure of these things nowadays. So, uh, you know, it's, this is, uh, seemed to be some kind of, uh, some kind of, someone has a vendetta, I would say, against me. Someone has some vendetta where they're liking Goldberg instead of me. You know, I present the idea for, for squashing Brock Lesnar in a minute and 26 seconds. I said, let Jack Swagger do that. I tap that shit, you know. I go in there and I tap that. You mean with your ankle? Like, yeah, go in there and I tap him out. You know, and then from there, uh, I then say, I got another title run in me, by damn. By damn, I can do a title run. And so I enter the Royal Rumble in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas loves Jack Swagger. Well, you could still enter the Rumble, Jack. It's not like it's totally out of bounds. Well, yeah, but it's exciting to be the first announced guy. Of course I'm going to be in the Rumble. Of course there's going to be a confrontation between Goldberg and I. And everybody's going to go, oh my god. That's a WrestleMania main event right there. You know what I'm saying? Well, with the way that things have been going lately, Jack, I don't know if that's going to be the uh, main event of WrestleMania. Oh, what are you saying? You saying, you saying Goldberg should stay elect? Well, I can totally understand that. Goldberg's already, you know, lost all that sizzle and fizzle. Uh, no, I, I would say that you, your act is in question right now, Jack. It, you know, they, they brought you in, they did a new thing, and then they just, you were you were just immediately dropped from television. Are you hurt or something? Well, maybe my feelings are a little hurt, because uh, I can say the same thing about you. Hey, where's that movie that you did, huh? Where's that Dave Made a Mage? Well, that's out of my hands. That's, that's that, you know, they're still working on editing it and doing all that. Oh, I see. Something's out of your hands to show the talent that you have. Oh, I see. You're you're relaying this in the same way that WWE is not putting their talents behind you, so it's up to them whether or not you shine. Oh, give the man a cigar. Yes, you read. That's exactly what I'm talking about. See, sometimes it's the creative process. They walk behind backstage and go, well, he's clearly the best motherfucker here. But what are we going to do? If we just put them on top right away, then, you know, people are going to be, well, this is boring. They love the chase, you know what I'm saying? They love the chase for the title. Okay, well, if that's the case, you know, I hope the chase is on, Jack. I hope you get to do stuff because I always love having you on the show. It's always very fun. Um, do, you, do you have any Thanksgiving plans, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I've been brining a turkey for a little while now, and I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Did you want to come over? Did you want to come over? We're going to have, we're going to also have some ganja. We're going to have some ganja and turkey. Uh, you know what, Jack? I'm just going to pass. I'm probably going to go to the movies or something like that instead. All right. Well, to each their own. To each their own. But you are invited. You're you're welcome to come over. Uh, by the way, your listeners are not welcome to come over. I think they're a little strange. 
if they listen to you all the time, I mean, I can only tolerate you for a couple of minutes at a time. You know what I'm saying? All right, Jack, you didn't need to whisper that very close into the microphone. Well, I'm just saying, be honest with you. It's a shoot, buddy. Sometimes people love a shoot, and I'm shooting with you. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to all you jerks out there. And uh, you're going to be seeing a big time face-to-face. Come Royal Rumble in San Antonio, Texas with Jack Swagger and Goldberg. Okay, well, I hope you're absolutely correct on that, Jack, because I would be amazed and I would laugh my balls off. All right, happy Thanksgiving, Jack. Well, got to wrap this up. It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's dark. It's the middle of the night. And uh, I have old Chinese food in my refrigerator to go eat and uh, movies to watch. I got to watch some movies. I got to kick back a little bit, do a little video editing, do some other stuff. Uh, And by video editing, I mean like doing metadata. Because, you know, metadata is sexy. So, like I said, gigantic sale, 20% off Pro Wrestling Tees. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com on your mark show, four shirts available. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast, four shirts available. Use the coupon code BLACKFRIDAY, all one word, Black Friday, up until November 29th you get 20% off your entire order. Again, if you're ordering a bunch of shirts, throw one of those shirts in there. I get it. You got to get the Scott Halls. You got to get the Roddy Pipers, all of the cool, fun stuff. But hey, if you want to support this show, you want to support me, you know, hey, buy one of those shirts as well. It kicks back a little bit towards us and it just helps. It helps everything out. And, uh, you know, it's, it's greatly appreciated on this holiday season. But, you know, Go check out the shirts. If, you, if you've never been to Pro Wrestling Tees, they have amazing, amazing shirts from so many different vendors on there. Also, check out AfterBuzz TV. We are doing SmackDown Live recaps each and every week. SmackDown Live with Christian Roseberg, Christy Olsen, and Tom Connolly and myself. We have a good old time on there talking SmackDown Live. And of course, Fox Sports presents Wrestling Compadres Slamcast. Yes, indeed. Uh, every week, doing great, fun stuff over there, and uh, some great guests this past month. Uh, one of which, the highlight this was this past week, Adam Cole, baby, uh, ROH World Champion, two time that is, uh, a, f- a super fun interview. Uh, uh, getting to talk to him about all kinds of stuff. I had no idea the man was a gamer, so he's he's way big into video games, talking about that stuff. Talking about wrestling, of course, too. So that was super fun. And, of course, uh, guys like Rockstar Spud, Al Snow, um, God, who else? James Ellsworth. Many, many interviews back in the archives there. Cody Rhodes, Jeff Jarrett. So many fun uh, interviews that I got to be a part of and talk about those guys and a lot of fun stuff. So check that out. And, of course, YouTube.com slash show. New videos have been pretty consistent every week here now. Granted, I'm a huge fan of that show and... Uh, you know, you got to check those out. And I know season two is in production. Guests are being booked. Some have been shot. But uh, there's there's new fun videos on there. One that is coming up next week. I'll give you a little teaser. I know what's, uh, what's coming. Uh, there is the video of 10 things you didn't know about Goldberg. That's right. You heard it here first. Uh, I think it's a new video series on there, depending on the reaction, of course. Uh, but it's very, very funny. Skeeter Skyflyer and Marky Extreme telling you 10 things you didn't know about Goldberg. So go subscribe now. Give it a like on some of the other videos. Check out season one videos and have yourself a good old time. So thank you so much on this holiday season. 
I am grateful for all those who listen to the show. Grateful, of course, for all those who have helped make the show what it is. And uh, I'm hoping that you have a very, very wonderful, family-filled and uh, sex-filled Thanksgiving. Yeah, get you some Thanksgiving post-eating sex. That's got to be good, right? Get you some sex. So, <laughs> thank you, everyone. I'm Scott Narber. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! <laughs>